This is the Oneness Podcast, episode 49. I am Jessica Del Mar. I assist in strengthening your knowledge of who you truly are as a powerful creator being during these powerfully shifting times. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Episode 49. Um, we're talking about winter solstice energy today because we are in this winter solstice portal. And the thing about this energy that's going on is it's very much opening you in your journey of evolving into a higher potential version of you and integrating more of that higher potential within you. It's ultimately leading you to effortless presence. Effortless presence is what came through. So right now we're focusing on the physical form, right? Integrating non-physical into physical so that we can start to recognize our infinite potential in form and begin creating with that energy, which leads us into our new earth physical experience, tangible experience, and who we are in that new earth experience. The presence we hold in our now moment experience in that new earth experience is effortless presence, is the energy of effortless presence. Effortless presence is the bridging of universal consciousness within aligned and opened body. It is knowing eternal presence in a non-eternal physical form. How powerful is that? Knowing eternal presence in a non-eternal physical form. So we know effortless flow. Effortless flow is consciousness alignment presence is physical alignment. So let's bring consciousness or non-physical in harmony with physical. That equals effortless presence. Effortless presence is the consciousness and physical alignment. To begin, I want to share a message that came through a few months ago in one of our soul group live calls. Um, and it was a message from the Akashic and from the Halls of Amenti about love, potential, and the journey of expansion that we're taking. So this message will really activate the energy of the winter solstice. It will activate the energy of this effortless presence that's desiring us to know. And it will sort of open up the information that came through for today's episode. So the Halls of Amenti lead you to the inner Akashic or the inner knowledge and share with you a powerful message upon your journey inward. And this is the message. To recognize your fullest potential, you must first recognize your fullest inverted potential. To love, you must first understand what not love is. Love is nurtured in human form. But your concept of love from before birth, meaning the universal love that flows through everything, is not the same as the love that you express as human beings. Human beings express love as a form of how they receive love. Universal love is not a feeling, but a knowing that all is truly well. The expression of love is felt by the physical form, so the notion that love is a natural state of being is both true and false. Humans love with the heart. Universal love is felt in the mind. What this means is that your connection to the universe is an extension of what your mind's potential is. When you know and feel universal love in the mind, you can pull it into the heart to feel it in the body, and then pull it into the root 
to manifest it into the physical. The same way that we speak about love, we speak about your fullest potential. It begins in the mind and your absolute desire for freedom, because in the mind, you know that your universal connection is free and full of infinite potential. So of course you desire it in the physical. However, in desiring freedom in the physical, you will in turn experience all the ways that you are in bondage and limitation. The knowing of bondage will strengthen your desire for freedom and to pull yourself from bondage into freedom requires your ability to know your potential. And to know your potential first occurs in the mind. You create as energy through the mind's knowledge, but being physical human beings means that your energetic creations have the opportunity to manifest as physical. So all that your mind is, whether in limitation or in potential, is what the body is harnessing as pure energy to manifest. So your quantum shifts first begin in the mind so that you can realize your infinite potential as knowledge. Your heart adds fuel through emotional vibration, and your gut pulls the filtered energy in from the heart and the mind to manifest as sacred energy out into the world and back into yourself. You are powerful beings, and your knowledge of potential will catapult you into recognizing your infinite nature in the now. So in the last episode, we spoke all about potential, recognizing that potential, quantum leaping from where you are right now into a space where you are flowing with more potential, where you are aligned with a version of you that recognizes more of your infinite potential through you and within you. In today's episode, we want to talk more about effortlessness and flow, effortless presence, winter solstice, effortless presence. That's a magical word. So if you just want to think of effortless presence, what does that mean to you? What does it feel like in the body? Take note of it. So how can we embrace more effortlessness, more flow, more effortless presence? How can we align with effortless presence? We are entering a new phase of our lives, and when that begins, depends upon where a person is in their vibration and evolution of consciousness. The year 2022 will open the pop into the next phase of many people's lives, but it heavily depends upon how easeful and effortless you are. Essentially, it means how much resistance you are able to let go of, right? Think of a balloon that's tied to the ground. For the balloon to fly, it has to let go of the weight of being tied to the ground. Resistance is weight in the body. It is the energy that pulls you down and into the depths of duality. Resistance pulls you beneath the flow of who you truly are. So how do you shift into effortless ease and flow? You must let go of resistance. With this being said, because your eternal nature is so powerful and wants everyone to shift into this new phase of life, which is an expanded version of you, you will be pulled there. The winds will take you there. And the pull will naturally 
bring the things not in alignment with ease to the surface if you're holding any of it. So any resistance that you hold in the body will surface. It is your job to recognize what it is and how you are holding on to it. And it is also your job to walk yourself through letting it go. In this episode, we're going to be talking about three powerful ways that you can let go of resistance and duality in the body. It requires knowledge of the divinity within you and knowledge of the neutral point within you that accesses that divinity. So I've spoken all about um, these things a few episodes back. So make sure you listen to the few episodes leading up to this episode. Okay, so how can you let go of resistance and duality in the body to achieve more effortless flow, more effortless presence? Number one is to release the mind from perpetuating the resistance. Release the mind. Your mind plays a powerful role in perpetuating energy in the body by the simple act of belief. The limiting factors in your life are held together by your belief that they exist. Your self-identity is held together by who you believe you to be. Your perceptions are held together by beliefs piled one on top of the other, picked up throughout your journey through life. But what if we told you that your notion of belief is flawed? It is based mainly on external factors as a person existing in a physical reality, moving through a life experience that places you in milestones and checks boxes of your progress along the way. So for example, we're told that a two-year-old should be at a certain place in development. At 10 years old, we should be in a certain place. At 18 years old, we should be in a certain place in accomplishing certain things. At 20 years old, at 30 years old, we should be in a certain place and accomplishing certain things. At 35, at 40 years old, and so on and so forth, right? Society has sort of grouped everything into boxes in terms of achievement and development and all many, many different things. But the question is, what is life really? Is it a mechanical system of people moving through a conveyor belt of mostly suffering only to get to the other side and possibly do it all over again? Reincarnation? No. Life is so much more than what we are led to believe. And when you come to recognize who you truly are, you can more easily recognize the things in your life that do not align with who you truly are, but are simply products of an establishment put into place long ago in order to get people to, I want to say, use less of their divinity and more of their humanness, which is the mind and the ego. So how do we release the mind from perpetuating resistance, which is this first step. You must release the mind's grasp on your beliefs. When you make this intention, it creates a powerful force in the body that will present to you all of your beliefs so that you can face them. When you make the intention to release the grasp that your mind has on your beliefs, it will start to rise within you. Your job is to allow for enough open pathway to allow for those things to rise within you and let it go, let it transmute into something that more aligns with you rather than stifling it back down again as it rises. 
and so when the beliefs come, when it rises, you must dissect where it comes from, and it's going to come from everywhere. Who you truly are, your self-identity, is built upon beliefs. All of it is beliefs. So it's all going to start rising to the surface. And as you start to question and dissect where they all come from, that is when you slowly start to peel back the layers of who you truly are. And it may send you into a place of not really knowing who you are, right? Not because who you thought you were is no longer who you are unveiling within you. You are unveiling something completely new and something completely different, more in alignment with who you truly are. And so you may have to journey into those deep, dark places of not knowing until you get to the point of knowing that greater divinity within you. So let's take something simple, such as the thought or the belief that I am beautiful, that statement, I am beautiful. Where does it come from within you? Does it come from the many years that you were told that you were beautiful from your parents, from significant others, from other people? Does it come from the makeup brands that tell you that if you use their product, you will be beautiful? Does it come from, you know, your partner telling you that you're beautiful every day? Where does that come from within you? Just kind of dissect it, right? Witness it. Witness your belief and where it comes from. And also how you're holding on to it. How is it part of your self-identity? When you start to break that down, if you will, or peel back those layers, you start to recognize a deeper sense of where your beliefs come from. A deeper sense of, I am beautiful, comes from a deep knowing that you are a beautiful creation of source, put here in this very moment to witness your grace as defined beauty in more than one way. That is the essence. That's more in alignment with who you truly are in your belief of I am beautiful. I am beautiful because my, my parents tell me I'm beautiful or my partner tells me I'm beautiful is not necessarily aligned with your knowing of who you truly are. And so what these beliefs want to do as they rise for you is just to get you to understand how they can be transmuted more into alignment with who you truly are rather than in alignment with the physical attachments or the external expectations and false senses of self. And there's a lot of things and beliefs that will rise within you that as you dissect them, you realize that they're not in alignment with who you truly are. And so this is where the sifting and sorting takes place, where you can transmute things and release them from your hold or transmute them into something more in alignment with who you truly are. So can you feel the difference of how that energy is held in the body with the example of I am beautiful? You shift from it being built upon external expectations and circumstances into I am beautiful because I know who, tr who I truly am. There are two, those are two different energies, vibrations, to how that's, that belief system is held in the body. When you shift it or transmute it into, into more in alignment with who you truly are, as source creator in body, as non-physical source energy in body, 
having this experience for expansion, then the energy of that belief feeds the energy of who you truly are in form. It feeds more of your internal awareness of who you truly are as well as you start to break down the false senses of self or self-identity. There's so much weight in the beliefs that you hold if they are sourced from external places or circumstances, right? The physical, the illusion. Our world tells us to pick a side. Duality tells us that there is a right side and a wrong side. And our ability to choose the side that we choose is based upon our internal beliefs. But our internal beliefs are based upon our external circumstances. So you are naturally perpetuating a life of duality that continues waging a war based upon false notions of who we think we are, not who we truly are, do you see? So as you shift those beliefs and how you hold it in the body, you shift how you are identifying with your external circumstances, therefore shifting your beliefs, therefore shifting even how you participate within this realm of duality. So pay attention to your beliefs. Nothing is really as it seems. The mind, when shifting from closed to open, will reveal many secrets of the self that you have hidden deep within. The mind has the ability to open more when the constraints of beliefs are released. You will begin to understand how your beliefs perpetuate the limitations in your life and when those beliefs begin to dissolve, the limitations begin to find avenues to open too. The ideas that begin to rise with an open mind shift from external to internal, so your worldly perceptions come through as internal awareness rather than external circumstance. And oh, how the world changes based solely on the shift of the mind. Beliefs are usually attached to resistance because there are multiple sides to a belief. When someone goes against what you believe in, when it's based upon external expectation or circumstance, it creates a trigger and resistance rises in the body. This leads me to the second powerful way that you can release resistance in the body and shift into more effortless ease and flow. And this is number two, which is release recurring energy in the heart from limitation into potential. So from the brain mind, we shift into the heart, release recurring energy in the heart from limitation into potential. The heart will feel the effects of the beliefs in the mind. So when you feel challenged when it comes to one of your beliefs, you feel the resistance rise in the body, and that feeling is connected to the heart. Your heart supports the beliefs of the mind and with strength. You may know that your beliefs no longer serve you from the aspect of the mind, but the heart is going to need stronger convincing. And this is because it's part of the body that holds the energy of your beliefs as feeling. It's kind of like if you see a plate of your favorite food in front of you, you can see it and know what it is. That's the mind. You know it to be true and it's in front of you and you know what it is. But on another level, you can begin to taste the food and you know what the food tastes like. You know how your body responds to the food and what it feels like. And when you taste the food, 
your association with it becomes so much stronger because of the feelings that you get when you taste how delicious the food is. This is the heart. It knows the feeling. The heart makes things so much more tangible for you because it physically feels it. When you say that the surface of the stove is hot, the body knows what that feels like and will associate hot with the feeling of burning or a hot stove. So it's not going to touch the stove. But if you turn the stove off and it's no longer hot, but you tell someone that the stove is hot, they're still not going to touch the stove because their body knows what that association is. So you must get to the point of where your feelings and your knowing are in alignment. When you shift the way that you are attached to the beliefs in the mind, you must also shift the way that you feel the beliefs in the heart and the body. The best way to do this is to address the feelings as they rise. You will feel the resistance in the body whenever a belief is challenged or triggered. It will rise in alignment to your limiting belief. Walk the energy through the body, but do so from a place of faith and trust and surrender in your experience. So alchemizing the energy in terms of how you're feeling it in the body from, re from resistance into surrender is a whole process of energy alchemy. We've spoken about this in length in our monthly membership group on our live calls. Um, we just had a session about how to shift that feeling of fear into freedom how your body associates that feeling of fear, how to transmute and, and, and energetically alchemize that energy of fear into freedom. It's basically an association that as that fear rises within you, you want to walk yourself through it to let, to allow it to rise, to surrender to that experience, but also feel the surrender, feel the potential that is being birthed through the fear or through the trigger, right? Because you don't know what you want until you experience what you don't want. And that's a powerful thing to utilize in energy alchemy is to understand how to get from here to there. We've talked about this in the last episode about quantum shifting. It also applies to how your body holds on to feeling and emotion and resistance in the body? How can you go from resistance to surrender and letting go? You walk yourself through it, but also bring in an association of potential possibility expansion into the resistance. Meaning when you have resistance rise in the body, what does it feel like to let go? What does it feel like to surrender? What does it feel like to be more effortless? What does it feel like to be more easeful and flowing? right? Because then you start to associate that effortless flow and ease with resistance and it starts to break the resistance down. But this is a whole process in and of itself. I walk a lot of people through it in our group calls, in our monthly membership, as well as in private oneness sessions with me. We do a lot of this sort of energy transmutation and alchemy work. So let me share with you something powerful that came through in our group call regarding that sort of shift of fear. So walk through the fear and know that your strength is a manifestation of your walk. Your knowledge deep within that guides you is what makes that walk worth fighting for, and not many will have the fight in them. 
Your courage and will to keep moving forward is the glue that solidifies strength, and your strength is the harness for the climb. So you see, fear is instilled within you for a reason. It has a divine purpose, but it needs you to see it for what it is, beyond the illusion of intangible feeling. It is the call to divinity, but the path to divinity is often lined with thorns because it requires the utmost strength, agility, flexibility, trust, and faith to climb the steep mountain out of illusion and into freedom. But as you understand fear and darkness for what they truly are, you understand that they are only adding more strength to the surface of your climb, and for that, how can you hate the fear? So understanding, truly understanding the resistance, the fear, the darkness within you rising will help you in your ability to alchemize or transmute that energy into potential, freedom, and possibility, and limitlessness. Your open perception will allow you to understand the belief through internal awareness. It's all about being internally aware, knowing who you truly are rather than external circumstance. And you will begin to shift how the body holds the energy of that limiting belief as feeling. Walk yourself through the feeling of resistance and into surrender. And in your surrender, you have the opportunity to acknowledge how potential can be felt in the body instead of fear. Potential feels expanding and exciting. When you feel this shift in the body, each time your limiting perception, fear, or resistance rises, the energy begins shifting so that the body recognizes that with the trigger of limitation, fear, or resistance also comes the trigger of potential. Meaning that when the limiting belief rises, if you can unlock the mind to remember that your limiting belief is not who you truly are, it will begin shifting the way that you attach to it, which opens you into the flow of recognizing more potential within you. As you shift the way that you attach to it in the mind space, you can then walk your body through the feeling of it and how your body is attaching to the feeling of it. The feeling will rise as old resistance, but with your unlocked mind, you can soothe your feeling into alignment with your non-attachment, with surrender, just like you would soothe a small child who believes that there's a monster under the bed when you know that there isn't. You are soothing the body's response to the limiting belief when you know that there really isn't a limiting belief to hold on to. And this is what connects me to the third powerful way of releasing resistance in the body and shifting into a more effortless ease and flow. Number three is to feel the empowerment that comes with resistance. Yes, you heard correctly. Even though you may not feel the empowerment when attached to the limiting belief, when holding on to the limiting belief, or when your body's holding on to the, the feeling of the limiting belief, Believe it or not, each limiting belief actually offers a powerful point of expansion into a more empowered version of you. Empowerment is felt in the gut, so we're moving from the mind space to the heart, and now number three, into the gut. And so empowerment is felt in the gut and is also the sacral area of creation. When you feel disempowered by your fears, limitations, beliefs, and thoughts, the energy source of creation within you is also generating its power from this internal nourishment of disempowerment. So when you begin to shift, transmute, alchemize it, 
from disempowerment into empowerment, and you begin to feel the empowerment within you, you alchemize the disempowerment into potential and therefore begin to create from this energetic space of empowerment and potential. Without limiting beliefs or false notions of the self, how would you journey to discovering who you truly are? Isn't that funny? As non-physical source energy, we know who we truly are. But as humans, we agreed to forget and also to remember because remembering is where the sweetness is found. Remembering is the journey, right? That's where the sweetness is. That's where the deliciousness is. The journey. The feeling of releasing the grip of the belief in the mind and the feeling of shifting how the body holds its attachment to the belief in the heart is truly a magnificent journey of self-empowerment that is gifted to the human experience. This is also the journey of effortless presence in form. When your universal knowledge and consciousness of who you truly are is synced up and aligned harmoniously with your open physical form and how your physical form is holding that energy. We are in the process of this tremendous physical shift so that we can know eternal presence in a non-eternal physical form, therefore igniting a physical experience that is beyond anything that we can imagine with our present day minds. So I know that was a lot of information to take in. I'm going to be posting the written transmission over on my website, www.jessicadelmar.com. Head on over there to read the written transmission. You can print it out. You can study this information and knowledge more and apply it to your lives as you feel the resistance rising for you, as you feel the fear rising for you, really apply these steps of transmuting energy, alchemizing energy, quantum shifting like we spoke about in the last episode. Really start to take these steps in how, your, in how energy is held in the body, in your mind, in your heart, and in your gut. Because we are cleaning up energy, we're cleaning up your vibration so that you become more open channels to receive that universal consciousness flow into an open body source and create with that potential, that infinite potential. And how beautiful, how exciting, how open and expansive does that feel? Thank you so much for being here, for listening in and for all of your support. This podcast can now be found on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Listen and subscribe on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, YouTube, and so much more. Thanks again for posting your reviews on the podcast platforms. I really, really appreciate it. I'll see you in the next episode and remember that all is truly well. Happy winter solstice. Oneness, love, and peace be with you.